In a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Some breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Hello and welcome back to the Weekly Cut Podcast, your number one for all the news and TV in film. Bit of reviews sometime as well. Yeah. What are you drinking, Con? A big, massive beer, Marie. Cheers. It's huge. What is that, two? It can't be two pints. Nah, about a pint and a half. You're not American. hard enough. Nah. I've got a Cobra. I'm not sure if Americans have that, but it's the beer you get with an Indian. Yeah, top sure, beer. Surely they do that in America. Yeah, but I think so. It's lovely. It's top beer, but it's more of a treat. Um, okay, on this week, oh, actually, first of all, that's Connor you're hearing. Hi, Con- Hi Connor. I feel much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm back. Last week with a 300 degree fever, but you've done very <laughs> well. Uh, my name's Brad as well, your usual host. Uh, on the uh, cut this week, we've got GTA 6 trailer breakdown after a decade. Finally. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, Rumours of the new James Bond actor are swirling. Some Superman legacy details. The Golden Globes nominations are in. And Connor, I believe you've got that for us. I have indeed. Good man. That's why you're here. Uh, and any up- and an update, sorry, on the Jonathan Majors trial. Uh, also, more of a question rather than a segment, but we just wanted to have a little chat around actors and their performances where they should have won an Oscar. We'll get into that a little bit more later on. Uh, but for now, let's get on with the news. Please follow us on Twitter and Weekly Cut at Weekly Cut, sorry, and TikTok if you want. You, you don't have to. You don't have to. The world's free. Yeah, but do it though. Do it, yeah, please. Yeah. Please do it. Uh, news, news, news. Right. James Gunn confirmed this week that his brother Sean Gunn has been cast as Maxwell Lord in the DCU. He will be referenced in Superman Legacy and then feature in DCU projects. Now, the reason I want to talk about this, Mm. the reason is... uh, Now, people might remember Maxwell Lord was played by Pedro Pascal in Wonder Woman 84, one of the greatest comic book movies ever. Is that right? Absolutely. (laughs) Without without question, hands down. That and uh, for... uh, Full Love and Thunder, yeah. Two epic, 10 out of 10, uh, better than that shit like Logan. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel disgusted. <laughs> stop the joke, stop the gag. Uh, what an awful film Wonder Woman 84 was. But anyway, you might remember that character. Is this a bit dangerous, Com? It sets a bad precedent, I think. Very well, like, well we've, said. We've said this before. His friends and, now let's not forget, his wife is also involved in his new... She was in Suicide Squad, yeah. etc. yeah. So it seems friends and family come first. I have no problem with it. Cast your friends, cast your family. If you make it, if you eat, everyone eats. Yeah. Big roles and roles like this, yeah. maybe go to the best person as opposed to your brother. And that's not saying that um, Sean, Gun, Sean Gunn, isn't it? Yeah. It's not saying he's a bad actor. No. But he's not, he's not a big actor, is no, he? Exactly. No. He's, I mean, he plays, he usually does things like, um, he does the stand-in for Rocket where Bradley Cooper voices him. He does like the CGI stuff and the con, con what's it called? Those costumes. Oh, the mocap. Mocap, that's yeah. the one. He does the mocap for that. And he does the mocap for Weasel, for example, in the um, Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, I, he's not really an actor you would cast in a reoccurring role in the DCU, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm with you. Adam Sandler done it best. If you're eating and you make it, everyone eats. I yeah. get that. Cast your friends and family. But the DCU really can't afford to not succeed. So. I don't know. I just think, like you say, it's the best way to end it. I think it sets a bad precedent. Yeah, it does. And you've got people like Henry Cavill. I'm not going to bang on about Henry Cavill. No. If he doesn't make the cut, but Sean Gunn makes the cut in a big role, questions must it's be It's not good, is it? Yeah. Um, as Zachary, so go check it out on Twitter as well. It's just broke all over Twitter. Zachary Levy, who was Shazam. 
formally uh, has just hit out about the news of Sean Gunn and said, and I quote, well, when your brother's running DC, I guess you can get any job you want. Uh, yeah. Bitter. Very bitter. bitter. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, Zachary. Um, just a little tidbit for Superman Legacy. Not sure if you saw in the week, Con, that Supergirl is confirmed to make her appearance in that movie. Oh, okay. um, she's got a Supergirl movie coming up, The Woman of Tomorrow, I think it's called, um, after Superman Legacy, probably 2026, 27. Um, but... Is this movie getting a little bit too stuffed? Yeah. Because we've got Lex Luthor involved. We know he's not the main villain in the movie. We've got Green Lantern, Hawkgirl. We've got loads. I think there's another like six or seven people that I won't list through now. There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I think what you've got to do, look at the Batman. It had Batman, (laughs) Riddler, and Penguin. That was it. Didn't chuck in Joker. Didn't chuck in Mr. Freeze, whatever his name is. yeah. Just those three, brilliant film. Which you're absolutely right to compare the two because they are they are starting off a new universe. Yeah. So the Batman Reeves has now been started off with the Batman, and this is essentially the same thing. And they probably the two most iconic, Spider Man the most successful, two yeah. of the most iconic in our opinion. I would agree they're the most iconic superheroes. Yeah, I think Superman so. and Batman in my yeah. opinion. Um. So yeah, it's like you say. You didn't use that as a template. Yeah, we know there's going to be yeah. more. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to rush it. Yeah, we're, it's the DCU. We get that. <laughs> we know what you're building to. But yeah, I'm not saying he's he's fucking it up because I actually still trust James Gunn. I know you like him and yeah. and you still have faith, I assume. Yeah, yeah faith, I still yeah. have faith as well. But yeah, just uh, maybe leave it there. Yeah, and that's enough. That's enough now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, right. Onto a big one. Notable scooper Daniel RPK reports that Aaron Taylor Johnson is in talks to become the new James Bond. Yeah. Um, look, I'll just say my little piece on it. Is he a handsome chap? Absolutely. Is he a good actor? Fucking yes. Yeah. But do I see him as Bond? I'm not getting that vibe. He's too big and brute for me. Okay. So you wouldn't have liked Henry Cavill then, because he's quite big and brute. Yeah, well, I think Henry Cavill can play can play the suave a bit better. I agree. Than, I agree with that. But I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is just a bit. I don't know. He's just a bit too macho. Yeah, and I think he'd bring a different. We've had the rough and ready bond with Daniel Craig. Yeah, I think we need to go back to Pierce Brosnan, but younger. That's actually a really good point. I mean, his latest roles were sort of bullet train where he was a sort of a brute, an East London brute. Yeah. Even in Tenor, he was a cockney. Yeah. So maybe that's not helping with the comparison right now, but maybe that's what, maybe I'm on your wavelength as well, but something's telling me I, I'm not feeling the vibe, but yeah. he's 33 years of age, so it's a good age for the Broccoli's and Sony who are going to make this decision. But yeah, I love him, but I'm not sure on yeah. that one. I suppose we weren't sure about Daniel Craig. True. We wasn't sure about Robin Pattinson, was we? Exactly. As yeah. Batman. So, yeah, fair enough. We'll live to, he's a good actor, and maybe let's see if anything fruits of this, but it sounds like that's who they want. Fair enough. Fair dues. Pay him the money. Pay him the money. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, let's move on from that. <laughs> Next up, it's Jonathan Majors. Stinky stinks. I'm going to pull up a little screenshot. So for people that don't know, he's currently going on in New York, I believe, and it's day nine of the trial. Now, the prosecution used some six-month-old text messages to help with their case. And it was, I think it was, the defendants didn't want it. I, Jonathan May, just didn't want it to be um, admitted into the court. But I think they lost and it was. So it's evidence uh, in in the case now. This was six months ago. I think it was in London I read uh, where it was. So I'm just going to read it out. Basically, 
to, su- to sum it up before I go into it, he's admitted that he's beat her in the past in these messages. And yep. what I'm about to read you is really messed up. So he doesn't sound like a stable man. So the jury listening to this are probably thinking, well, he definitely did it. But anyway, I'm just going to read this out to you. Um, like this is this is a quote, Jonathan Majors. Last night I considered killing myself versus coming home. That's what he wrote to Jabari. I need love too, or maybe I'm such a monster and horrible man, I don't deserve it, and I should just kill myself. In this way, my ex-con Connor's face. <laughs> I wish I had a camera. Should, I shouldn't have looked up, sorry. Um, in this way, my existence is miserable. I want to die. Good. Um, now, I'll just read this little bit. Jabari, um, obviously his ex, who, who's, um, who's obviously the prosecution part, was in court and turned to direction projected these uh, and projected these messages um, and she said in reply to that, I will not go to the doctor if you don't feel safe with me doing so or don't trust me to. I promise you I would never mention you but understand your fear. And then he basically went back and said, even if you lie, they'll be suspicious. So the fact he said, even if you lie, yeah, he's basically saying, yeah, I've done it. So, But even if you lie and say it wasn't me, because you wouldn't say that if, yeah, if, she, exactly. if she if he didn't beat her, you wouldn't say even if you lie. You would just say tell him the truth. Yeah. So he's admitted. Yeah, it's terrible That's for him. Really bad. And then the last bit, which I'll read out. Um, uh, yeah, where is it? Right. I will probably kill myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not really contemplating anymore. I'm a monster, a horrible man, not capable of love. I'm killing myself soon. Now, I just want to sum up. The reason I'm laughing here, which is terrible to laugh at someone who's maybe got mental health issues, the reason I'm laughing is I don't buy that for one fucking minute. Yeah. And I think he's an absolute manipulator. Yeah. And that's a great, that's the great A case. If you're going to show women what's a manipulation, do that. He's, yeah. He's making her be scared about him killing himself to avoid the fact he just beat her. Yeah, he's gaslighting her. Gas- that nice. Yeah. <laughs> he, I was about to say that. He's just a massive narcissist. He's a he's piece just, of shit, mate. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And this is, um, it's damning that. He's done. Yeah, he is done. He's done. It's got to be done. His actor career has got to be, has to be, has to be done. Yeah, which is a big shame. Massive shame because, yeah, he was on a, he was on a streak and obviously we're not saying we're not saying we care about this we're just mentioning it because we're a, a tv and film podcast so it'd be silly for us not to mention his tv and film stuff yeah um but yeah marvel are in the mud now i don't know what they're gonna do but they cannot carry him on surely no nah, i don't think you can because any at any time he could just switch again beat her again yeah exactly just <laughs> kick off it's disgusting Look, i wrote so down bad. here i'm like he's just a fucking piece of shit yeah and i did i gave the benefit of the doubt first um and didn't really you know never know what could happen you see a lot of cases where people lie for money with people in fame but those text messages and the um mess text the text messages we read months and months and months ago which were released by jonathan major's lawyer do you remember that oh, all, yeah. also looked really manipulating yeah um yeah this i'm sorry that's it's confirmed for me so I, is this a criminal trial or yeah. a civil trial it's criminal no trial. yeah well, well i assume it's criminal because yeah. the He's um he can face up to one year in prison. So surely, oh, of course, be, yeah, the yeah. jury as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he, yeah, if he's found guilty, he could face. Um, he probably won't because they'll post a, a massive bow or something. I don't know yeah. how it works. But <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! But yeah, he's he's banging trouble. And then look, Marvel might wait. I'll probably wait. And sorry, 
for this to finish the trial. It's gonna it's going on for two weeks, so I think I think we're coming to the latter end of it now. Yeah. Um. But the likelihood is, I think he's probably going to get done. But let's just wait and see, and we'll we'll report on it uh, for you guys because we spoke about this over the last year anyway. Um. And let's see what happens in that New York trial. But it's yeah. not looking good, Brev. Not looking good, Brev. <laughs> no, no. If you're Marvel, you should have a uh, an idea of who you're lining up now. Well, go and listen to our podcast around about four or five episodes ago where they was away on their September. It must have been September because they was away on their September retreat. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had um, Variety released the report. It was like panic mode at Marvel. And they were looking into Doctor Doom yep. to pivot to Doctor Doom. And everyone was going nuts about that recasting Kang perhaps we said it just fucking get Mahersha Ali out of the Blade movie yeah, pop him pop in, him in. Yeah. Uh, yeah could be loads of things but as Connor says yeah you gotta have a plan have a plan when it finishes just say right he's out he's in <laughs> that's it but surely the PR team as you just said let's say a week's time which I think we'll know in about a week because I'm I'm certain it said a two week trial in New York I'm certain it was yeah so we'll know relatively soon whether he's been he's been done or not and he lost the case um, surely the PR team will be like, right, inst- they have one, they have something ready to go. Got to have. Because you can't sit on that, can yeah. you? Yeah. Because wow. people will say, well, Marvel, what are you doing? Yeah, are you supporting him because you've not released this? Yeah. So, yeah, in and, the PR team. Mate. Knowing Marvel, they'll be like, uh, um, um, uh, I don't know, give me time. <laughs> yeah, at the minute, they're, they're crisis mode. I don't have any faith in yep. them dealing with it. But we'll see, as I said, we were reporting it. But, I'm yeah, I'm sorry to say, but I think I've seen enough. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm glad um, Michael B. Jordan knocked him out and greeted yeah, well, done, well done, Michael B. Well Jordan. Done. Now, that's a man. That's a now, man. That's a man. Get him in. Great pecs. Uh, right, <laughs> Connor. Before we get onto the trailer segments and talking about GTA, etc., do you want to talk about Golden Globes? Let's do it. Let's do it again. Wish we had cameras because that yeah. was a fantastic dance move. Yes. Um, Golden Globes. Let's get into it. Uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yep, they done pretty well. <laughs> so Barbie had nine noms. You, you text me earlier. A bit too much. Bit too much. That <laughs> now I did enjoy the film, but on reflection, I did. I did. I did enjoy it, but not that much. Not nominations. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it nine Golden Globe nominations much. I enjoyed it like I enjoyed Super Mario. Maybe yeah. a bit more. Yeah, I think I enjoyed it a bit more than Mario. But yeah, it, it was a fun movie, whereas Oppenheimer is... We're, we're, which you're going to talk about, but Oppenheimer is the one that is a film. Yeah. That, uh, an Academy Award film. Yeah. Barbie was just great marketing, great fun, and it took the cinema world by storm. Yeah, and it and it piggybacked off Oppenheimer, really. <laughs> Oppenheimer, yeah. And Oppenheimer got eight nominations. Good. Um, Succession also, the TV show, got nine nominations. That cleaned up as well in the nominations. Um, 81st Annual Golden Globes is on the 7th of Jan. Nice. Year. Um, so... This is basically a precursor to the Oscars. Yeah, they try and say it isn't, but it definitely fucking is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a precursor to, and I always it's, it always runs about the same, and it's usually what it's like March, isn't it? Um, yeah. The Oscars, so. and then because and also the Oscar nominations, I think release around the seventh of Jan as well, always like straight after the Golden Globes. Yeah. So come on, just just link them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll run through a few of the nominations. Um, so best motion picture um, for a drama, um, and that's of a fool. Mm-hmm. Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Maestro, which is a Netflix film, and Oppenheimer, of course, Past Lives and the Zone of Interest. No Barbie. No, no Barbie. Um, what, what would you, I know, I, I don't know if you're going to do it. I know you was interested last year when we spoke about the pod. Mm. 
Make a pact to yourself. Watch all of them. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. I've, I'll talk about it on screens. I watched Killers at a Flower Moon recently, so I'm gonna talk about that. That Maestro as well is Bradley Cooper directed, That's and he also got nominated for that as well. Well played. Nomination. Um, yeah, let me jump to that immediately. Nice. Let me, uh, <laughs> immediately. Let me scroll <laughs> down. Actually, let me come back to it. It's, it's down the screen. Yeah. Um, uh, best motion picture, musical or comedy? Yeah. Um, Air, which you fucking won. What, what a movie! You ain't seen it yet, have no, you? I know. That's bad. I've got to watch it. Um, American Fiction, Barbie, The Holdovers, May, December, and Poor Things. Half of these films I haven't heard of. Yeah. Um, that uh, It's going to win that, I think, Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've been clever not, not submitting it into the best picture category and putting it into the comedy musical. <laughs> yeah, keep, keep it separate. Yeah. yeah. Um, best Motion Picture um, Animated. That's an interesting. This one, I feel like... They all just make it. This is your wheelhouse, so I'm going to revert to your knowledge here. And I'll tell you why I think they all just make it in. Because Disney's Wish has made it in. Okay. Apparently, that was pretty shit. What I've heard, yeah. Um, the Boy and the Heron, never heard of it. Elementals made it in. Right. I watched about half an hour of it. Not my cup of tea. I watched a little bit more, but we turned it off as well. Yeah. Um, Across the Spider-Verse, um, Super Mario Bros, Suzumi, which I'm assuming is an anime. Mm-hmm. Because oh, by Crunchyroll, I think that's another one. There we go. And Wish. God, you, surely Across the Spider-Verse wins that. Yeah, or Super Mario. I, I think, Mar- yeah, just because of the hype and everything that went into that. The animation was amazing. But for me, that's a no-brainer, Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Now, this is the big one. Talk to me. Best cinematic and box office achievement. Oh, wow. What? Now, I think this is based on box office figures. Right, and there was a breakdown. I didn't read it. I should yeah. have because I do a podcast. This might, <laughs> but I didn't. This must be. Uh, you, do you remember last year they had like um, at the Oscars they had like a cinematic moment and Zack Snyder's Justice League won it and there was other. Yeah. Um, so is this their like? Because they, they said they were going to get rid of that. Because I've never heard of that before. Let me see if I can get the the page because I've got the page up immediately. That, that sounds like it's been to me. That sounds. I've watched the Oscars for years, like live, and I've n- I've not seen that before. So this sounds like a new. Category. I've got it up now because it did describe it. Mm. The Wolf of Best Cinematic and Box Office Achievement includes eight nominees chosen from films that have achieved a box office receipt total gross of $150 million. Right. Um, And it must come from US domestic box office. So I think it's just uh, they pick it. So it's made a certain number. So Barbie then. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, Barbie's going to win that, surely. I think it's it's the best out of those. If you've made over $150 million, yeah. You make that cut. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the options are Barbie, Guardians, John Wick 4. Yeah. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Across the Spider-Verse, Super Mario Bros, and Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Wow. Now, that was big. It was huge. Yeah. It, was, it got into, like, the top 10 domestic things of, like, the year or something like that. Yeah. Look, they, they, I know what they're doing. Um, I don't think Oppenheim will have any chance at that. And the reason, even though that I believe that out of all of them, in my opinion, is the biggest box office achievement because it's an R-rated three-hour biopic with black and white moments. Yep. Then for me, that that's the biggest achievement because it then made about a billion, made just shy of a billion. For me, that that's much more of an achievement than any of the others. Yeah. But I know what they're doing. They want to shut down the people that say, "Oh, you don't let like action films into the Oscars and things like that." Yeah. So they want to do this little. Do you, do you get? Do you agree? Uh, that, yeah. Yeah. One hundred. Yeah. I I personally think that Taylor Swift might win this. It's a good shout. And I'll tell you why. 
It's not a film. No. It's just a concert, concert in the cinema. To encourage it to happen more, maybe. It helps out theatres, doesn't it? It, yeah. it helps out theatre-goers. Swifties are mental. Swifties are mental. <laughs> I'm not sure many artists can fill up what, like, theatres that she yeah. did. You see those doing, like, Ring Around the Roses Yeah, ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus mental, Christ. mental. It's a cult. But it's a good shout. It might, it might end up winning because it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Yeah, Bradley Cooper in Maestro, which he also directed. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Killers of the Flower Moon. Coleman Domingo in Rustin. Never heard of that. Um, Barry Keon. Is it Keon? Yeah, is it Saltburn? Saltburn, yeah. Nice. Now, go on my work, watch this, um, and she loved it. Really? I think females adore it. Apparently, there's a penis scene at the end. Yeah, that Jacob Elordi's in it, who's a very handsome chap. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. And they were saying to me, you going to do that on the podcast? Probably not. <laughs> I think. I'll probably oh my God, that, I, I know there's a, a really disgusting scene between, because I think that might be a little bit gay, between Jacob Elordi and um, Barry Keogh. And I won't, well, I can say it, because yeah. it's a podcast, but it's fucking disgusting. Ooh. He licks up, I think it's Barry Keogh's character licks up Jacob Elordi's character's essence. <laughs> Don't put it on the screen. Yeah. Shut off screen. Leave that out of the Oscars and the Golden yeah. Globes, I think. Uh, Pretty but, much. but yeah, like, I think it's one of those films that shows, I think it's like made around white, rich privilege. And yeah. so I think that's what it's based off and then it all goes wrong and shit like that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, Cillian Murphy, Oppenheimer, and Andrew Scott, All of Us Strangers. Fair enough. Um, actress, best film actress, um, Annette Benin in Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Moon, Sandra Hula. And that's with a fall. Greta Lee, Past Lives, Corey Milligan, Maestro, and Saley, Spainy, Priscilla. Oh, Lily Gladstone. I, w- I won't go into it too much later because it's obviously out a while now, but she was fucking phenomenal in, yeah. in Killers. Fair enough. Um, okay, nice. What else we got? Uh, I'll go. Be- I'll skip these ones. Go Best Director. Yeah. Um, Bradley Cooper in Maestro. Is this his debut? I think it is. Surely it is. I don't, I don't know that he's directed anything. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I'll more. watch this. Fair play. Is it? No, yeah, is it? Mm. I think so, no. Fair play. Um, Greta Gerwig, Barbie, I think she's got it sewn up. Yeah. Um, Yorgos Lanthimos, Poor Things, uh, Chrissy Boy. Yeah. In Oppenheimer. Uh, Scorsese in Killers and Celine Song in Past Lives. Nice. Um, I move on to some TV as well because it's film and TV. I have to do it. Um, best television series, Drama, 1923. Yeah. Uh, the Crown, The Diplomat, The Last of Us, The Morning Show and Succession, which I think again... It's good. It's going to be the successional crown, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, it's good to see Last of Us in there, though. Um, comedy. Um, Abbott Elementary. Barry. The Bear. Jury Duty. Only Murders. And Ted Lasso. Only Murders done quite well. Did it? Because Lena Gomez got a, a nomination, and so did uh, Martin Short and... Uh, what's his face? Steve. Steve Martin and... Steve Martin and yeah. Martin Short, yeah. Yeah, they done well. Um, and Bella Ramsey, just a shout out, she got a nomination for Best Performance by an Actress. Oh, fair enough. I mean, she was good, to be fair. Yeah, and Petty as well got, yeah, a, yeah. got a nomination. Um, yeah, and, and Best Performance Actor in a television series, uh, Bill Hader and Barry, Steve Martin, Only Murders, Jason Segal, Shrinking. I'm quite interested to watch that. I don't know why I've not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is it, that's the one with Jason Segal and Harrison Ford, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. why I've not watched that. Um, Martin Short, Only Murders, Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso. And Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. I can't believe Ted Lasso is still going. Yeah. It's, it's, look, I, I enjoyed the first couple of seasons, but I think it's time to call it a day. Uh, the yeah. Bear, though, it's good to see the, uh, the Bear sort of getting some love. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, nice con. I mean, that's that's the Golden Globes. Again, we'll report to you in sort of January 7th, as Connor said, uh, January 7th, sorry, when it comes out. 
Um, but other than that, we'll report back from the Oscars come. Yeah. Trailers? Trailers. Right. GTA. Second. Six. Uh, let me just start by saying it's been 10 years since we got GTA 5, which was also a fantastic game. Uh, the trailer, we just double-checked it before we hit the record button and went live. Uh, 141 million views on YouTube in just six days. Mad. The GTA 5 announcement trailer, when it came out 12 years ago, before it was released, only just surpassed 100 million views a couple of days ago. Oh. So that is a staggering staggering difference where one yeah. hit 100 million views in 12 years the other hit 141 million views in six days and that's just trailer one yes there's more to come yes <laughs> uh that is just mind-blowing um but i'm just gonna go straight over to you con what is your thoughts on the fucking epic game of gta6 sorry for swearing oh it looks sublime <laughs> it does i cannot wait to get back into that world even a hacker couldn't because this was a hacker released this yeah they leaked it and they had to release it early. Um, but this Good just point, looks... I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, got detained. he got arrested, didn't he? Yeah, has he? Yeah, he got, and I think he's been released now or something. But he's saying he's going to do more hacking. Don't worry. But yeah, he's, oh, fuck yeah, it. yeah he's, uh, I think he was like an eighteen-year-old or something. Yeah, maybe leave it. Yeah, just fucking it away. It's one day. But, uh, but yeah, brilliant. But yeah, this looks. I like that they've tapped into the real world. And we've got them shots of the lady with the hammers and the alligator and stuff. The Florida Joker. Yeah, this is. I think this is going to be the theme of GTA. It's going to be real world. It's going to be today, but in the GTA universe. I completely agree. Uh, what Connor's talking about there, they, they actually used real-life viral Florida moments and recreated them in GTA 6, i.e. the Florida Joker, which I don't know if you've seen his videos. He's, he's doing videos coming out saying, I want money. You're hmm. using my face. And it's yeah. not your face, mate. It's no. just another man with face tattoos. Um, the woman with the hammers um, that goes mental, the alligator in the shop, for example, the woman twerking on the car. Oh, so yeah. it was really clever, clever marketing and brilliant. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's basically Florida. So it's Vice City. Yeah. That game came out in 2002, so over 20 years ago yeah. that for GTA Vice City. Um, and now this, the difference is, I don't know if you've seen any of the comparisons, i.e. what is South Beach in Miami, yeah. um, the beach in Vice City com- from 2002 to now. Good God. Is it mad? It's insane. I, c- I just can't get over the comparison of what, how far we've come with gaming. I see a clip where it was um, the game... And the real thing, the south, you're the beach, South Beach, and it was like spot the difference. How would you know? Yeah, you can't. I, I've actually, you've been South Beach, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. It's like I, it genuinely just looks exactly the same as yeah. when I was. Oh, just I'm just blown away about how good it looks. Um, let's talk about Lucia and Jason. Yeah. So they're bringing back the multiplayer switching elements, which we got with oh Trevor, Michael, and. Oh, shit. I can't remember the, the guy's name. Um, anyway, in GTA Five, you had all three, and then it would just, in in missions, it would just switch to them. They could be across the, the city yeah. in, uh, in Vice City, whatever. Um, so they're bringing that back. What do you think of them as main characters? I really like them. Tell, I, me, tell me why. I like this sort of Bonnie and Clyde type thing. Bonnie and Clyde, nice. Them against the world. I think, I think personally, I'm going to enjoy playing with Lucia more than the geezer. Well, that's a strange thing to say. I know. Say. I just think maybe because she was quite heavily heavy shown set. <laughs> yeah. Heavy set. Good body. But she was so heavily shown in the trailer and her character just seems so cool. She, I think she is the main. 
I would agree with you. He's a support. It comes to me like that in the trailer that he's a supporting actor, yeah. whereas she's the main protagonist. Yeah, even though she's a thief. But anyway, um, yeah, I completely agree with that. I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. It looks so they're sort of there's going to be a story here because she's in prison at one point. Yeah. So I don't know if that's obviously before or after, but I love the fact that they're setting up a story. Is what's their what's their relationship going to be? What is it going to be? They've come out of prison and they've tried to go good. There's just so many ways it could go. I think it's brilliant. And I, I think, think it's brilliant. It's perfect bringing the bringing the um the split. Yes, as well. I'm just trying to remember the geezer's name. It's Michael Trevor, and what's the other guy's name? The black guy. Oh, I can't name. think. Of, oh. I was literally thinking of it earlier. I've got to find it out now. Yeah, so I'm trying to trying to find it now. Trevor, Michael, and. CJ Franklin. Franklin, Franklin yeah. yeah, man. I was going to say, I've never been disappointed with a character because you had, you've had those three. All Nico insanely different. Yeah. Nico Bellic's the best. Legend. The best. And then you had um, CJ. Yeah. Um, and you had Tommy, the other varsity geezer. Yeah, the man with the, the flowery shirt. Yeah. yeah. And they've all been fucking brilliant characters. That's actually, I've not actually read that anywhere. Uh, that, that's quite a good CV for Rockstar's main protagonist who you play yeah. as. That's all of them are amazing. Yeah. Like, that's five characters you just named there in in three games. Yeah. and No, sorry, four games. Um, and, yeah, they're all fucking great. And they're all different. You had you had that Tommy, you can't remember his surname, but he was like a mobster type. Yeah. Then you had Nico Bellic. Yeah. Who's a Russian or wherever he's from. Yeah. So you've got a, a foreigner for Americans. Yeah. You've got CJ, who's a gangster. Yeah. You've got Franklin, who's a black guy. You've got Trevor, who's trailer trash. Yeah. You've got Michael, who's like a businessman. And now you've got a woman. So I want to say to people who are worried about paying it as a woman, don't worry. Trust rock stars. It's fine. And yeah. they all have so, like, you just really just open it up. I didn't even think about this. Like, the um, the guy from Vice City you just mentioned, do you remember, like, the main start mission? It, it was like a drug deal that went went wrong. Yeah. And he was left in Vice City. And that's how his story starts. Nico Bellic coming out of the Eastern European Army and then goes to New York for his, for his cousin and stuff. Um, and then the, the the free with Trevor and Michael, they were like ex, um, ex expert bank thieves. Yeah, they have a story that goes back, goes wrong, and it's just like they are such like it's like film or TV stories. Yeah, in game GTA is just fucking brilliant. But my only gripe. Oh, what's your gripe? Twenty twenty five. Yeah, I know. It's so annoying. It is really annoying. Uh, I did realize the other day that the initial trailer for GTA five also done the same thing so when gta 5 trailer dropped it was dropped in 20 like two years before basically so yeah, yeah it, it's it's really annoying um it did surprise me i can't lie but 2025 now is just in, i mean it was already huge for movies and tv 2025 yeah um so it's, oh, it's just stacked man i've got a question for you shoot how much would you pay for this game Good question, actually. I didn't note that down, but that's a very good question yeah. because it's rumoured to be one of the most expensive, or sorry, the most expensive game. I think, I'm going to be realistic. Yeah. I think it will be, I think it will be around 90 to £100. Yeah. So sort of $110, $120. Um, and I would happily pay that, and I think that's fair. But unrealistically, if they charge £150, I would be annoyed, but I would pay it instantly yeah. and probably pay an ultimate edition if they had it for 170. Yeah. Oh, I would do it. Yeah. But I think this will break the hundreds. Oh, I do. Oh, easy. Yeah. I, do you know what I'd do? I, I thought to myself, night, they'll probably bump an extra 20 because Spider-Man 2 was 70 quid. Yeah. Um. So this, I could imagine being 90 to 100. But the thing with this game is, and I said this to my uh, Jade, um, 
this game you'll be playing for like a decade probably i still play gta 5 exactly that so people still play gta 5 whereas i've paid 60 quid for a game that i've played for i haven't played spider-man 2 since completing it months a month ago or whenever it was now and that was 70 pound whereas gta i am playing that shit in 2030 i'm playing it yeah this is why i don't buy games anymore because i know because they're like 70 quid and i think once i complete it that's it yeah there's nothing else. Red Dead and GTA, only two games, and surprise, surprise, by Rockstar. Exactly. Uh, yeah, nothing more to say, Con. I think it looks fantastic. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Um, now, just a couple of little ones I wanted to throw over to you, because the Game Awards was on on Thursday, I believe it was, and we've got a couple of really random games that I had no idea was coming out. I don't think anyone did. Yeah. Uh, you just watched Marvel's Blade game. Yeah. Talk to me. God, it looks cool. <laughs> it does look really cool, man. This character is so cool. The Blade character has always been epic. It's been mishandled since Wesley Snipes, and I'm just hopefully they can get that film back on track of the MCU. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's set in Paris. Yeah. Um, the shot when he's open world as well for people. That's a big plus. That's a big plus. Yeah. Imagine around the streets of Paris at night and oh. like, is it going to be like you you get alert your senses alert you? Where a Spider Man is like a police scanner that tells you there's a mugging yeah it's going to tell you there's a vampire sighting and then you go to that area and then yeah. you might get jumped by one or whatever it just sounds brilliant this is what i love another thing to americans i love america but games are saturated with american cities new york usually it's always new york you're coming up with some really good points mate especially well, in the gaming segment here yeah. uh yeah you're absolutely right paris excites me yeah and i would love a london game yeah if we remade the getaway that'd be yeah. sublime Epic, but man. european cities do them because they're so rich in culture the buildings you can make the sites you can go and see yeah it's just will be so cool and it's just different exactly like you just said yeah, yeah. i know I, I think that's a massive plus it's in paris um it makes sort of sense as well with sort of like vampire vampiric stuff i think that's really yeah. cool uh yeah and moving on to another one uh the jurassic park survival game which come yeah. out of nowhere yeah what, what's your thoughts looks good it looked visually the visuals on the trailer were fantastic i think you'll do two levels and get bored <laughs> i think it'll be i think it'll be an incredibly boring game but is, is there nothing to is it literally just all oh, right you're in the kitchen get out quietly yeah it'll be a creep game. i don't like creep games and yeah go quietly and sneak I, I, they get boring you get last of us but that gives you a mixture of both doesn't it you can do the sneaky part and you can do the action part yeah this is all sneaky so basically be like playing last of us as little girl ellie for the entire story campaign. No switching to Joel and fucking yeah. man them up. It'll just be you're you're crawling around hiding for the entire game. You wouldn't you wouldn't say that's good, so I'm with you. Yeah, she's a professor. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna be good with a gun, is she? Uh it, it was it's set after the first movie in nineteen ninety three, Jurassic Park. So and someone's left on the island, ugh, and yeah. you've got to survive. Um, they've, they've just said Chuck nostalgia. Play the songs. <laughs> Get a T Rex in. Do yeah, that. play just yeah. Do the even do the water. Uh, yeah, it's the stomp <laughs> and the water making a thing from distance. Yeah, it's yeah. so uh, we can see it a mile away. Um, right, let's move on. Little chat before we finish up the podcast. Um, I saw it on Twitter, which is the reason we're having a little chat about it now. Um, it's about performances by an actor or an actress that were so good they deserved an Oscar, but they didn't get one. Yeah. Um, I've got a few here just to chat about. Have you got any you want to throw at me? I've got a few, yeah, which I think you've probably got on your Let's list see if as well. Got on the list. Go shoot, um, Jamie Fox, Django Unchained. Absolutely, mate. Immediately, I haven't checked if any of these got Oscars for it. I know that one didn't, but yeah. let's just hope our brains that we're not 
mug ourselves off because he got one, I think, didn't he, for it? Didn't um, Christoph Waltz get a supporting actor thing for this? I think oh, he, did he? I think he might have. I'll, have, I'll Google it in a second, yeah, but yeah. back on, back to Jamie Foxx. Why, why for him? He was, unbe- he was the coolest cowboy you'll ever see. Without, without question. He's so good. Sorry, John Wayne. Sorry, Clint Eastwood. It's It's not you. Uh, No, obviously, they're iconic. But yeah, Jamie Foxx, absolutely brilliant. And he managed to do comedy with such a serious subject matter. Yeah. I know Quentin Tarantino is a king at writing and stuff, but so, so good. He made his own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You couldn't see Will Smith doing that. No, see, I couldn't. Yeah. He done done a a slave movie that I'd never never watched it, but Emancipation. Oh, yeah. Um, And... I what I mean is like I just I'm, I'm sure he's brilliant in it, but yeah, in this one I know Will Smith does comedy, but like Jamie Fox just was so perfect for this. Yeah, I don't think anyone could have done it, and that's why I nudge him towards he should have got an Oscar. I genuinely believe that. Yeah, he was so good. Uh, what any other names you got? Sticking with that film. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. Samuel, horrible, horrible, man. really horrible. Yeah, but he was brilliant in it. Yeah, and you hated him, and when you hate a character so much, yeah, like um Tom Hanks in Elvis, yeah. When you love a man so much, but he plays a character where you despise him, you've done well. Exactly. Do you know what? Yeah. That's a really good point. Tom Hanks is the best example because how, he basically makes you chuck away your decades of love for this actor yeah. and hate the character. And that's how good they get into it. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson is horrible. So Christopher's won one possibly for I'm Django. Sure I, I was Googling around earlier and I, it came up and I think he won supporting actor for Inglorious Bastards. I was about he, to say that. Yeah, which he definitely, which I'm sure he did. And yeah. he got one for this. I'll Google it in a, in a minute after the podcast, but I'm sure I read that. And another one, big massive one. And I'd probably say two, actually. Yeah. Um, Wolf of Wall Street. I've got that. Yeah. Leo. Yeah. 100%. It should have been for Revenant. Revenant was, it was Revenant. It was Revenant. He got his Oscar. Now that was a, it's been long enough. Let's give him an Oscar. It almost like an honorary, bit like, yeah. you know, Sam Jackson got a, an Oscar yeah. last year. That was just a, look, you're an icon, you're a king, we're sorry you didn't get one in your career, yeah. here it is. And that's what I felt like that one was for yeah. Leo. just not fair, not fair. And in Wolf Street, I don't know if he did, but Jonah Hill. Oh, he was so good, I don't think he did. He's Jonah Hill, is Jonah Hill, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as a supporting cast Fucking member. Brilliant. I don't think he got one, but he he was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Hilarious. in that film. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, 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 I won't say it's not underrated, I can't think of the word, but it's not appreciated that that movie at all yeah um but yeah brilliant anything else you got um chuck a few you've got i've got a couple here um this is a bit of a hot a hot take because i believe it was it's obviously the year heath ledger won uh the oscar yeah but aaron eckhart as two-face in the dark knight yeah is so underrated and underappreciated it winds me up and will wind me up until the day i die yeah because the he's Act, not not his acting, but the story that he runs through with uh, Harvey Dent and Two Face is, I would say, better than Heath Ledger. It's only just because the Joker is so incredible when he hits his heights that those moments can't remove from anyone's brain, and I understand why he got that. Yeah. So, although he had higher highs as the Joker. I just think the story of Aaron Eckhart's Harvey Dent is mind-blowing. And yeah. it's so, like, the, when, when he's screaming in the bed and stuff, and before that, when he's flicking his coin, like, the story he does is just epic. I'm with you there. Do you agree? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm with you. It's such a shame. Yeah. Credit to Nolan for making two iconic villains in one movie. 
but it's such a shame they were in the same movie because he does the shadow is casted well and truly over uh, Harvey yeah. Dent, which is a shame. But they say credit to the film. Credit to the film. Yeah. Um, another one I've got here. Um, I don't think he won it because I didn't Google because I'm an idiot. So please don't mug myself off. <laughs> we don't do a podcast. Christian Bale in American Psycho. Yeah. How the hell did he not get an Oscar for that? He uh, is in like film forever. forever. Yeah. What's the word? He's like a. And not an icon, but he's just not like a meme. Not a meme, but I know what you're saying. He's yeah. a he's a staple. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's yeah. going to be around forever, whether it's through memes or when you're trying to do a psychopath character. Yeah. People probably do look at um, Christian Bale as as Norm Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah. People probably look at that portrayal. They probably look at No Country for Old Men's, which I only watched for the first time really recently. Javier Bardem as well, but he got an Oscar for that. Um, but yeah, so this is a outrage how he didn't. I can't believe it. Outrage. Yeah. Uh, I've got Whacking Phoenix Gladiator. I know he didn't get it for that. I'm sure Good he shout. didn't. Yeah. He, what a villain. One, I've never hated anyone as much as that. Yeah. Other Legit. Than, other than maybe some Game of Thrones guys, but yeah, just thought it was epic. He was horrible, wasn't he? <laughs> he was really horrible. <laughs> he was bloody horrible. Uh, another sort of a couple I've got here. I don't know if you agree with me. And I don't think they got them. Um, you're a big fan of Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, I, am. I don't think either one of those got Heath or Jake Gyllenhaal got an Oscar for that. That's bad. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did it win the best Oscar picture? I can't think. I don't think it did. But it didn't. I just know. I'm pretty sure they didn't get an Oscar for that. But mate, again, is that under because I think that's a really good movie. Yeah. That's a shame that <laughs> Connor, Connor's not yeah. happy. Uh, I just got another one here, more of a honourable mention. Um, I don't. I'm not saying should have beat I don't know who he, who um, won it and he should have beat them but James McAvoy in Split yeah. is remarkable acting that is acting personified yeah personified nice, yeah. nice he, he's taking all different characters yeah. and playing all at once and very well yeah so yeah I just thought that was epic um, and, and those those are ones I know it needs to be a bit arty and it needs to be a, a film like Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon those are like films you would associate with oscars yeah. because they're you know telling a story and, a, and about real world events and have messages yeah um but yeah uh, i just think split was just so good and for me i'm looking at an actor and how good they act he was brilliant. so anyway but yeah. that's all right that's a couple of mine that's a, just a couple good. Of yeah, it's a good there. list i think it's a good we can do another there's so many we can do and um, we'll be tweeting it on uh on twitter so let us know your thoughts and maybe we'll do an actual segment on it next time um, with a couple of ones you guys say as well but it's a very good question it is a good question, very good question. Yeah. Uh, right what is on our screens Gone. tell me I'll tell ya <laughs> I'll tell ya I love that that little sound bite what's been on your screens I watched last Friday yeah I watched Coach Carter Coach Carter I'll say my teeth. 10 out of 10 fucking phenomenal movie. yeah it is brilliant that film and I forgot how good it was yeah. and Samuel Jackson there's an Oscar there for you. Richmond. 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 Oh, it's so good. He man. was so good. It was just, but I was said I said to Holly when I watched it, Channing Tatum had an interesting start to his career. He always played like a, a, a boy from the hood. Is, it, is that what would you, would you call that a token white guy? Like, yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like step up. He was exactly the same boy from the hood. Yeah. Um, and it's the same, it's basically the same character. Legit, yeah. Um, it's quite uncomfortable sometimes, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, like to be fair, he's good in it though. He's yeah. Good, he's good yeah. in it. The, all that, all that team, the cast is just epic. The yeah. guy who plays Cruz. Oh really my good. God. He's just 
absolutely unbelievable actor. Yeah, when he's crying at the end. Yeah, and he's just, oh, and he pushes through all the pain to earn the respect. And oh, I think it's, at, what a movie. Yeah. What, what made you watch that? I, I saw a TikTok. Yeah, okay. And that made me want to watch it. Was it the scene where he puts Cruz up against it the wall? It was, walls? yeah. Okay. yeah. That's always around, floats around, because yeah. it's so good a scene. Well, Holly said, because Holly has seen it, but she forgot. And when they lost, she was upset at the end. Yeah. I went, they haven't lost though. The team has won because they've they've found themselves and blah blah blah, and they've they're growing as as people. She's like, it, it didn't need to be fairy tale. No, exactly. Yeah, and it's a true story. So very true. A lot yeah. of people don't actually know that. Yeah, yeah I've seen, uh, the actual. Um, did it? Does it show at the end? I know I've seen all the pictures. Does it show at the end the real the real people? I don't think. No, that's the blind side. Oh, okay, yeah, blind right, side right. Because usually they usually a true story would show the thingies, but I've just yeah. something tells me that it's not at the end of Coach Carter, is it? No, it just comes up with. This, but I've the definitely text. seen the actual coach and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. What fucking hell? What a bomber you've just put in there. Yeah, it's good. Uh, what? Anything else on your screen? Um, yeah, today I watched Leave the World Behind. Okay, with uh, Julie Roberts, Ethan Hawke. I'm very Mahersha Ali's in it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin really, Bacon. Oh shit! I forgot about him. Yeah. I'm really intrigued at what you thought about this. It's a really, really cool film. Now, it looks... The camera work is brilliant. Some of the shots are really cool. Like, the way he works the cameras, are spin shots and there's, like, landscape shots. Yeah. And there's, it. I was impressed. What's the What's the premise? I know it's weird and people show up at the house. What What What's the premise of the movie? So, it's basically humans lose all communications right phone's gone internet's gone gps is gone you're left in the dark planes are crashing because they can't track Mm. and it's it's about like a reset of it's a it's a collapse of a country wow okay yeah but it's um it's like there's twisters who's doing it and and what it's all about and why they're doing it does it start with that's already happened or does it show you does it happen half like halfway through the movie the collapse of society or or does it straight away when the movie starts does it reference that five years ago there was no that's so a slow collapse so they're going to a, a oh, holiday home, yeah. like an airbnb and then they lose phone signal yeah and lose this and lose uh, that and just gradually it happens yeah. and then there's a really cool bit at the end with marshall rally and it explains it all and it's really good and i would recommend it okay i'm gonna watch that 100 yeah. what else have i watched i think that's it yeah, I've not got much on my mind. I've been busy. Uh, I, I won't speak about it too much because we will talk about it maybe in an Oscar and Golden Globes and Academy Awards stuff episode another time when it gets closer to them. But Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. I made myself watch it. It's three and a half hours. <sighs> yeah, I know. It's too long. Yeah. I'll, I'll put that right off the bat. It's too long. Oppenheim, I was three hours. That wasn't too long. That was That was great. This movie is very good, though. Okay. It is. It, you can't deny that. It, I thought it was going to be boring, and it, it wasn't for me. It, it's one of them, you walk out of it, because it all happens in the last bit. You walk out of the cinema, just like I did with Oppenheimer, um, and I'm sitting, I sat there, and for days after, I was thinking about it. So oh, okay. it's one of them ones, um, and it's a horrible, horrible story yeah. uh, about the Osaji tribe, um, and it's mind-blowing some of the things they had to go through. Um, but yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, is epic in it. Yep. And Robert, Robert De Niro is, I, I know he's good, but I just... I almost thought like his time has passed, but it's bloody not. He's still there, mate. So He's still kicking. So good. <laughs> so good. Uh, Jesse Plemons, really, really, really cool in it. Oh, yeah. And that's who Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to be originally, um, but I don't think he liked the role, so he said, give me that guy. Oh. Um, so, yeah. 
Really, really cool movie. I'd recommend it. It's just a bit of a time consumer. Maybe two parts. Yeah, I watched it in three parts, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah, do that. yeah. Uh, Right, moving on to Box of Scraps. Box of Scraps! Got a horrific one, my friend. Ooh, but it's I, good. I've got no scraps. I had one scrap, which was the Sean Gunn. It's not really a scrap. Oh, okay, right. Gotcha. That was my scrap. Yeah, fair enough. Um, right, a judge on Friday, Connor, has certified a class action lawsuit that alleges that Disney paid 9,000 women less than their male counterparts. The suit is the largest ever certified under California's Equal Pay Act, which makes it illegal for workers to be paid for less than substantial work based on their genders. Oh. Uh, that's a biggie. That's a problem. That is a big problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Now, I'm going Disney in a month and a half. You are indeed. My theme bar tickets have just gone up. Have they? No, they're probably Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They probably have. Um, um, Joe what? Fit. Joe what? Serves them right, yeah. I say. Serves them right. I am... Um, I I just I don't I won't make this a Disney podcast, but Connor's uh, the biggest Disney fan there ever is, and that's such a huge thing that's costing them so much. Yeah. Another thing that shows Disney is Bob Bob Iger is shit at the minute. Yeah. He's ruined his legacy. He has, yeah, ruined his legacy. I think they've got because I think Apple were sort of circling around wanting to buy it. That's the that's been the rumor, and I'm starting to believe that might just sell that up. might just be what Bob Iger was brought back for, what, yeah. whatever reason. Um, but I, you obviously Connor goes Disney a lot more than me. Uh, I've been five times now. Um, I've I've been obviously when I was younger, 2018, 2022, and 2023. Yeah. What I mean, Jade had Disney this time. It'd be interesting to see what you think is staggering difference to what I've had before. Mm. The parks are not run properly at all. I I don't know about you. I never experienced ride breakdowns. No, never. We, we had about seven over the course of our day. We was there, we'd done the four parks in one day. Yeah. And there was around about six or seven rides, all in Disney, and they all had issues um, with, the, with the rides at one point. Yeah. Something's not right. The, the queues were a bit more a, a mess. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just all not being run properly. Do you find the staff are a little bit ruder the as well? The staff are a little bit ruder, yeah. yeah. I was in a couple of Starbucks, even like a little Starbucks in, in the Disney parks. They were fucking like, not normal, you know, yeah. you know friendly manner. Um, yeah, just something's not right. Something's it's a, it's not a shambles right. at the minute. It is a shambles. I don't know why I'm going, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, mate, we're always going to go. But do you know what? Maybe we talk another time about this and we go into a bit deeper of the reasons why. Because I was looking all about their quarterly earnings call when I was in America when it got released. And it's there's stuff in there that are public knowledge, but people probably just don't even know about. Yeah. And I watched a breakdown of it. It's mental. If you get into the nitty gritty, our listeners would not believe the shit that's going on at Disney. I think they might wash their hands soon. Yeah. Just sell up. I think you're right, man. Yeah. I don't think they can get out of this hole. No, I don't think they can. I don't. We're from TV, Marvel, Star Wars in a mess. The parks are in a mess. It's just an absolute calamity. Give me that Apple money. <laughs> give, me that, give me that Apple money. Uh, that is it for the show. Uh, come back next week. June part two is dropping an all new brilliant trailer this week, um, plus all the news. Uh, so for this week, thank you for listening. And thanks for having us in your ears.